Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. Welcome back, spammers. Welcome back to another incredible, hilarious, ridiculous episode of the Canispam podcast. If you don't already, follow us on Twitter, Canispam Pod. We're also on Facebook. And we have a new website, guys, canispam.com. Go check it out. There's, there's a little synopsis of what we're all about. So if this is your first time listening, hit that up and you can find out what this show is all about and how it's going to dramatically increase the experience of your life. Welcome back, my co-host, Poopitarian. How are you doing, my friend? Do it now. Check out the website. Do it now. <laughs> Would you like to introduce our guest today? Yeah, man. Hey, we are joined by my older brother, my only brother, uh, the fellow fruit of our loins. Is that how it works? That's weird. Hey, the this fruit is my of brother. Our loins. It's my older brother, Bruce. So thanks for joining us, man. What up? Hey, guys. How's it going from the mainland? Thanks for having me. We got an awesome show planned for you guys. Nick's going to start us off. He's going to read a review and we got to break it down. We have words of wisdom, this or that. And then we're going to end with a poop story from our special guest and a draft. Animal battle draft. All right. Why don't we kick it off with a review, Nick? Mmm, poop. Okay. Hey, uh, so uh, <laughs> we, we have our uh, review here from Jeff Curry. And I want to highlight that there's three F's in his name. Jeff Curry. And it says this. It says, Proud Slice here. Thanks for being a slice, bro. Oh, but, slice or spammer? Uh, he said slice, so this guy must be OG when we were still figuring it out, but <laughs> it should be spammer. Does this guy even listen? He doesn't listen enough to know what the updated terminologies are. Yeah, maybe we should um, tell him to edit this review. Anyway, mm. let's read it first and see if we need to edit it or not later. Wait, is that how it works? No. He doesn't. I'm just kidding. You can't edit a review, guys. All right. It goes like this. I love these guys. Nick and Kavika are hilarious. All of their stories are funny. Thank you. All of their stories are funny and relatable with a tad bit of embarrassing, but that's what makes it fun to listen to. Perfect for that commute to and from work. Highly recommend this podcast to anyone. And then he put a little blurb in here. That Kavika guy is a real a-hole. Make sure you listen for Nick. I don't know why he put that in there. But, huh, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. That's, that's weird. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, nah, I'm kidding. But hey, thank you so much for the review, Jeff Curry. Um, we appreciate you being a slice, but spammer. And um, thanks for listening, guys. And please leave us a five-star review. It's the only button that works. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. Uh, hit up hit up the podcast app, Spotify, whatever. We'll find your reviews, and we'll read them on the show and give you a little shout-out. So thank you, Jeff Curry. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to roll into our first segment? Let's roll in it. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, I'll break it down for all the rich dummies in the room. Listen up. All right, this is our break it down segment. And first on our list, actually, we only have one topic for this segment. Segment. So um, essential oils. Guys, why, why doesn't anybody care about essential oils if you don't have a vajaja? <laughs> was that a crude way to put it should i have been a little bit more gentle <laughs> yes i do not want to be around when you know who listens to these bro there's there's definitely a little bit of something okay so there's a crossover between women and guys and it's dudes with beards oh 
Interesting. Okay. So this is well, another this thing. This is funny. That, this is funny. So for, for with, the spammers, really quick, he's the only one here with a full mustache and beard. So I we're going to get started some growing life advice from this guy. But uh, so they won't, dudes won't call them essential oils. They'll call them beard oil. But <laughs> it isn't, it, they are, it's essential oils suspended in, a, in an oil of carry oil like jojoba, coconut, some other oil, a sweet almond oil, but it's essential oils in there. And so if you want to hear dudes talking like women do with essential oils, just talk to some guys that are into beard oil. Okay? <laughs> and there it's going to be the same exact story. It's going to be, hey, man, you know, it's, I like this like before I go out to, you know, uh, <laughs> date with my wife, like I splash, she loves it. Man. It's like it smells like a campfire. It smells like campfire. <laughs> Hang on, dude. Are you telling me that you want to smell like smoke and soot and your wife's cool with it all night? Listen, right? Like when I get an adult, like if I go to a campfire, I want to go home and take a shower. If like, if you've right. ever been camping for like days on end and then you like come yes. home and you're like, I smell like soot and BO, poop, everything under the sun. <laughs> but he just wants that little bit of like, um, smoke that you get from roasting horrible hot dogs on an old pine fire <laughs> into his beard and he wants everyone to smell it and waft in it. It's really weird. And then there's all other sorts of things, but the, the, the women essential oil thing, I will give them a pass a little bit when you get into the dudes with beard oils. It's the same thing. All I can think about is I'm pretty sure I now have essential oil that I use for cooking liquid smoke. Oh, no, that's not. I feel oh. like you mix that up with some jojoba oil and you got the exact same thing, it man. It does smell the same, actually. That's a good point. I never thought Dude, about that. you had me. I'm like, what? He co Oh, my. Oh, uh, liquid smoke. <laughs> same thing, man. Just mix it yeah, in with the, so the. Is that how you say that? Jojoba? Jojoba? Jo jojoba? I say jojoba. The jojo. I don't know. Jojo the it's rabbit. like turmeric. Turmeric. Yeah. I don't know. Turmeric. Bruce, don't you have a, a funny beard oil story? Uh, I do actually. I got so, I got a couple of years one. ago. My wife is a teacher, was a teacher at high school. And uh, so I do software development for a living and they were like, hey, they were having career day. So I go to the I go to the school and it's a bunch of high school kids and I'm trying I'm trying my best to break this down so that they would be interested. And so I'm like I I'm definitely not a teacher, okay? I'm trying my best and I feel like I'm talking a lot. Um, and I'm probably like 75% of the way through. And her student teacher is there. Like he's, uh, you know, <laughs> learning to be a teacher, right? And he's there. He's been there for a few months. And he's like, hey, I have a question. I was like, okay. I thought maybe, you know, a student teacher would like throw me a bone while the kids weren't asking any questions. And he's like, hey, uh, what kind of beard oil do you use? <laughs> I was like, I, oh, what? I was so, I was like, I, I make my own, I, you know. Um, and But it was just like. That guy, that was like the epitome of the way um, that guy acted. Uh, and it was terrible. But I mean, yeah. It sounds like he whispered it in your ear. He went, well, he was like uh, up on the front part of the classroom. So he was closer to me. But he, he was he was like 100% serious. This was not a joke. <laughs> this is not like, a, hey, you have a big beard. This would be funny. No. 100, and he had like, he was in the early stages of a beard. You could tell. Like he had... You know, he started thinking about beard oil, but, you know, he just, he only didn't shave for like a month. He didn't hit beard puberty yet. Right. He's like, I got a, a beard oil is going to help me grow. What kind of you use? It was just, it, yeah, that's my funny beard oil story. 
But it's just rubbing uh, roguing all his, over his face. <laughs> yeah, as he just started trying to grow. He was just flexing his cheeks real hard. Yeah, yeah I put two drops of rogaine in my beer oil, and it makes it grow a lot faster. Right, yeah. It's like a chia There's pet. a fine line between gardening and growing a beard. That's why they made the whole chia pet industry. Yeah. Same Wait, oil. Didn't somebody make a beard chia pet? Did you ever see that? It was like an yeah, Abe they, Lincoln chia pet or something. <laughs> they do, yeah. They, they have a Chewbacca <laughs> one that I want to get. He like grows hair everywhere. I forgot about what what actually what is that plant? Is it catnip? What is it? Catnip? I didn't know. What, what, what is the plant like that comes out of the I yeah, what are those bean, edible bean sprouts or what? I think it's they? bean sprouts. I have wow. no idea. Can you uh, sing the song for us, Kavika, for that one? Do you know it? I have no idea. All right. Do you want me to hit it? Do it, man. Chichichia. Chichichia pet. <laughs> That's it. That's Dude, it's great, about man. as inventive as hot pockets. <laughs> like it's like the same level of level of effort they put into that 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 uh jingle which is Nick, Nick, i heard you were working on a jingle um what what do you got what do you got so far i know you've been working on it for a couple weeks i want to hear this amazing jingle. i've been i've been workshopping it and i think we should go with just the name <laughs> <laughs> that is genius i'm putting you up for a promotion hey don't hate on it though because you picked a jingle a couple weeks ago on the podcast that is exactly the same if you don't remember Crossfire! <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so not that. That's Same actually, that, that's a good one. I was thinking the Wonder Ball. Oh. That's literally. That one has a whole, has a whole song, though. Yeah, but it just is repeating. I wonder, 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 wonder. What's in the Wonder Ball? It, it's, it's just Wonder Ball. Over and over, that's like yeah. at least three different words. True, true, true. <laughs> true. It's more than Chia. Look. Right, Chia. We've derailed this All thing right. already. Yeah, yeah. So the, the essential oils. One thing that I'll tell you. So I'm, I'm going to let the women off the hook again, okay? I know it seems like I'm on the side of the women, but I'll let them off the hook again. Here we go. There is an equivalent in the dude world, and it's not essential oil. It's CBD oil. Oh. That is the, that is the male equivalent. Do you realize what you've done? <laughs> <laughs> have you that's that's like uh everyone's like hey man i had a backache like i worked out real hard or you know i went i went waterboarding and uh they don't call it wakeboarding waterboarding is you don't go <laughs> waterboarding. Like water, what is it? <laughs> these are dudes in an imprisonment camp sharing stories right, <laughs> right. And he's like dude i went wakeboarding and i was so sore i just put like three drops of this on my back but it's amazing so you got to try it you got to try cbd oil man you got to Put it in your coffee every morning with some bulletproof butter coffee. Some CBD oil in there, bro. CBD, bro. CBD. I'm telling you. See, he makes that fun. That is literally the equivalent. He makes fun, but I'm I'm here thinking like, that's that's great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. The distinction for me is CBD oil. I think it just works, right? It doesn't really have a smell. I don't think, but there's a lot of things that it works for, and I think guys are just like. I don't care what it smells like as long as it works. Right. Well, essential oils, but I thought you're getting like, because there are people that do things with essential oils that say, if you have a headache, just put some of these behind your ear. You headache, peppermint. Headache, peppermint. Yeah, like, and they have like 50 different ones that for different work. purposes. It doesn't, the only, now you know what's happened? My eyes are watering because I have peppermint <laughs> behind my ear. Okay. And you forgot That's about the why. headache. And now I don't have a headache anymore because I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on the I'm I used to be pretty not anti-essential oil but just skeptical. Um Melissa's into this oil thing, dude. She does like you got a tummy ache, she has this tummagize, diatize stuff you roll on your tummy. You got a little itch, you put a little lavender on it. 
And we even have a cleaning solution called Thieves. And um, it, dude, it really does clean. I'm impressed. You know, I think, I think that's the one we actually bought from you. We have a little bottle of that Thieves thing. And we, what is, is it the one you dissolve in water? Yeah, there's and a then few. You just spray it. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is amazing. Yeah, I'm telling you. I love you, the smell. It yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Clorox with a good smell. Oh my God, we're women. Look, no, I'm, I'm on the anti. I don't. I think I think if you put water and Dawn in a bottle, it would just clean the same. That Dawn dish liquid, water. Have you ever used Dawn? It's like the best dish liquid ever. By far, breaks everything down. I, I, you could put it on poop stains, grease stains, bacon stains, kids carrot puree stains. Dawn all takes everything out. All you've done is named all poop stains, grease stain, bacon stain, poop stain. Yeah, Those are all, all the same. Stains. Yeah. I actually use that to wash my car. It's pretty good. It, 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 it just breaks down grease real well. It does. It's it does, yeah. Good. It does. It's probably giving us cancer, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget where we were. We were at a market or something with a pop-up tent, and my wife's going through all of these essential oils, and she's like, do you like this one? Do you like this one? I'm like, I don't know. Does it work? Yeah. Does it smell like a butt? No. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a bag. Right, right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because if, if it smelled bad... But it also worked. I don't think people would be into it as much. I think guys wouldn't care. But you know what just, I, mean? I think it wouldn't be sold to women. They'd be like, hey, this might make your house smell like um, a dead, rotting body. But you'll no longer be sick ever again in your life. People are going to be like, mm, I think I'll take some flu once in a while. Than the, the dead, rotting body smell. I'll, just, I'll take the flu. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll take Corona over the Put me down smell. for the runs and the flu. <laughs> and um, I'm good. Yeah. That's a good question. What would you give up to like avoid getting sick? Hmm. Like what smell would you tolerate? Where's, where do we draw the line? Can you die from a smell? This is a Seinfeld episode. This is. This Can is. you die from a smell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's from the car, what, what, the BO car episode. The valet guy uh, drives Jerry's car when he goes into mm -hmm. a restaurant. Jerry comes back, he gets in it, and he goes, oh my gosh, it smells. He goes, the, the O has separated from the B. Right, uh, the odor is separated from the body, and now it's just stuck in his car. So then he's got to sell his car, and the whole question is, can you die from a smell? Right, could you die from a smell? That's how Elaine says that, I think. Um, but what would you give up to? You're saying to not be sick again. What what smell would you tolerate? Yeah, oh, that's a tough one. It is. It's also like, well, what sicknesses are we talking? Because if I have a runny nose, that's not bad. But my well, whole house smelling call like it the coronavirus. Okay, now we're getting Since serious. That's a hot topic. Would, would you, you would you live in a porta potty smelling house for two weeks if it meant you didn't have to deal with the symptoms of the coronavirus? Uh, yeah, you could do anything for two weeks, man. Yeah, I'd do it definitely. I might enjoy it. <laughs> I might actually like it. <laughs> it's different. Doctor Poopitarian. <laughs> this is my jam. Right. I'm wondering what your why is this a negative? <laughs> he comes home. What is that? Incredible smell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that that like air freshener thing they put in those that like a uh, little stick on air freshener they try and throw in the porter potties and make it smell a little better. That actually smells good. So if it's just oh you're not oh sorry I thought you were saying you had to live in a porter potty. You're saying a terrible porter potty smell that you went like a, like a, like one from like Bumbershoot Festival. It's been there right. for like. Seven days in the sun, and pe two thousand people have used it a day. That smell, mm -hmm. that yeah. That's plus brutal. crap. I think I'm gonna take the corona, dude. 
<laughs> I'm I'm on the fence because I'm pretty sure I would just start to decay. There's no way I'm like sitting in that smell and it's not like corroding my insides. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Can you die from a smell? But I think the the thing that would make me really upset would be like, what if from now on I can't tell the difference between terrible poop smell and just decent smell? So now I'm like not aware of the smell of things after these two weeks being stuck here and I could smell terrible and never know it. And I'm walking around like pig pen with a cloud around me and I have no idea that I smell. Well, that's a th- classic question is, can you really smell your own poop, your own stink? Usually oh, someone else tells it. you, dude, you smell. Oh, you no, you just, you're not honest with yourself. You can smell it. Oh, I can I feel like I can smell my BO generally, like, but I got to put my nose under my armpit and do the old <laughs> check it out kind of thing. So that's the whole thing with the human sense of smell, right? Is It's way more sensitive to being able to detect changes in smell than right, actually right. picking out individual smells. So like you're sitting there in your own BO terraforming the atmosphere around <laughs> you and you just get used to the terrible BO. Yeah. But then somebody walks by and they're like, wow, it smelled fine a second ago, but now it smells like a sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We've we've nailed down the problem with essential oils is the the solution for your smell is not an oil, it's a freaking shower. <laughs> Don't just run the oil to cover it up. You know what's a better? I just thought of a great idea. You know there's like Uber for this or Instacart for that. What if you had someone that would just come over and smell you? Be like I, I want to know if my house smells. I want to know if I smell. I want you to come over and tell me if I smell, okay? And I'll pay you five bucks or whatever it is, plus travel time. You know, and you just you just hire a smeller, and they'll be like, yeah. You, Here's you the thing, though: you know? would people that actually smell hire you? They wouldn't. It's the people that don't smell that would hire you because they're self-conscious. They always are cleaning and taking care. Oh, no. But I think you underestimate that even even though people might have BO, they might wonder why they're not getting dates. Hmm. And so they're going to say, hmm. And then you, it's all about the marketing. You got to market this well for people that have dates, people that have, they're meeting their, um, their <laughs> wife's uh, mother for the first time. You're, you're meeting your stepdaughter for the first time. You've been dating this woman. Like there's, you can market this really well. You, do you want to smell good? Hire us, we'll tell you. Do we actually come loaded with a, like a utility belt of good smells and that's an extra money? That would be extras. Extra that's money? extras. That's extras. You can, do, you can get a whole whole thing, a whole shower and uh, you know, basically car wash. An up smell. <gasps> <laughs> up smell you. <laughs> I think I've stumbled upon, stumbled upon something for the service industry. Assuming we ever get back into contact with people after corona lockdown's over. But I true. desperately want this to become a career just, just so I can mess with people like, hey, <laughs> can, you, can you come over here and smell my finger? What, what is that? <laughs> also, you have to somehow vet these people. How do you like, what do you like put a bunch of like uh, blind scented things and see if they can distinguish what they are? Like, okay, we're going to give you new car smell, rose, pine tree and coffee and uh, dog poop versus human poop. And you need to be able to distinguish which one's it. That's how you get the job. You have to know your, your nose has to be good enough. Did you come did over Nick like eat a blind bananas last night, or did he eat Taco Bell? Yeah, smell blind. <laughs> you need to be able to distinguish. You can't, you can't be smell blind with this job, you know, in the job description. I like it. I think it's a good idea. I just thought of this just now. Thanks to Candace Bam. It's my new venture. I think, okay, I think, though, you mentioned the, the would you rather have the porter potty smell or no virus? Here's my issue. Um, and it happens a lot when I get in, like, my friend's car or something. It smells like the air freshener. 
and uh, uh, B.O. That's <laughs> the worst for me is when the two have mixed and your nose is picking up on both like, oh, I smell the good thing. But really, you're just you never actually cleaned and it's just covering up the filth. And that right. annoys me more. Yeah. Putting peppermint essential oils on a pile of dog poop does not make it disappear. That's it. You, yeah, can't, you can't polish make a chicken turd, salad. Man. Chicken salad of chicken crap. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. It's still chicken crap. I don't care how much mayo you put in there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. Have we uh, have we beaten this one to death? Yeah. We have a new venture, and um, Nick can tolerate a lot of smell. It seems. I, I, Nick, I, I have loves a pretty... those smells. Okay, that's okay. his thing. That's his jam. All right, stop it. Whenever I'm at his house and I have to take a dump, he's always like, "Don't flush it. I will flush it when I'm done with it." Oh, <laughs> oh my is god. Disgusting. Okay, this is disgusting. But I'm just gonna. Maybe this is just me. This is like Kavika with the boogers. The other day I was uh, in bed and there's the fan blowing on me and I farted and I thought I'm curious and you know I'm just wondering. That's a very man thing. What my fart smelled like? I'll check it out. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else does that. Maybe that's just me, but I kind of want to know what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done the thing where it's like you're standing in the elevator and it's not going to a floor that's anywhere near and you accidentally let one loose and you're like, um, I, I need to check if my shoelaces are untied. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I love doing when I'm when I'm next to like a good friend, like really good friend. If I um know I got a fart, I'll cup it in my hand, then I'll then I'll Hadouken in it in their face. <laughs> <laughs> you basically admitted that you've never gotten out of high school. All right. Well, if we've learned anything <laughs> from this breakdown, is that Nick loves poop. Yeah. Fartduken. Fartduken. Uh, that's pretty good, actually. All right. Let's move on. I see you have found a sacred peach tree of heavenly wisdom. <laughs> All right, this is our words of wisdom segment, and we're in a unique situation again where I am having a child being baked in my wife's womb. That's a weird way to put it. That is, yes. That is, you need to <laughs> figure bun, that one a out. Bun in the oven. Yeah, that's, that's about right. That, that, that would have been easier. Yeah, that would have been easier to say. But um, I am speaking with two men who have children of their own, so mm. we're going to wrangle this words of wisdom segment into parenting advice. And I want to know, what are the biggest pieces of advice that you can give me as a soon-to-be father? I guess I had a baby most recently, I guess. Well, I have three yeah, children. I, have, I just recently had another boy. We have a, an oldest is a boy, and we have a middle child that's a girl. Um, so it's six years old, two years old, and almost six months. So I've got a gambit of experience. Uh, but what I was going to say is there, you're only having one child right now, but... If and when you decide to have more children, that's where my advice would come in. I'd say, see, and this might not be true for all girls and boys, but this is the situation in our house. My child, my boy, he's like a Labrador retriever, okay? And I, and I say, he, he makes a mess a lot, right? He kind of makes a mess, he's, but he's also like pretty content to chill in the carpet and like hang out. But he's also like ready to wrestle at any second. Like if you just want to wrestle him, all you have to do is just poke him a little hard and he's like jumping on you like a Labrador would be all excited to play and wrestle and he'll wrestle until he pees his pants or passes out. That's how he is. Uh, from ex you know, Those are the only two endings then, yeah. to the story. Yeah, well, and it, both things have happened, um, especially when they first, when they first getting their bladder under control, you tickle them too much or you fight too much, they start laughing, dude. They are going to pee and they will pee on you. 
So there's that. And then my, my girl, Sphincter my daughter. Control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my daughter, I will say, is another animal comparison. She's like a wild chipmunk. Okay. <laughs> so do they, do they have chipmunks on the Aina? You got chipmunks there? Squirrels? They have squirrels. We, right? we do not. We got the, the closest thing we have is mongoose. Oh, right. Okay. Well, anyway, you know where the little rodent is. It's like a rat. Okay. I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah. So you, you the know the little, chipmunks. my kid's a little rodent. You know what that yeah, is. Yeah. So the chipmunks are like really cute little animals, right? They're like the cutest creatures you can imagine. One, like very, very little cute things. And she's like that. And you try and like, lure her in with a couple of treats <laughs> you know, like you would like a you know, like a oh, squirrel God. okay i hope it's not like look at these do nuts you, no 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 do, do you do the noise bruce that everyone does when they want to lure in an animal uh you don't have to do no with my daughter you just have to not make any giant movements and you have to smile a lot but so she'll she'll either like take the treat and give you a giant hug and be really happy like that's how she is or flip opposite she will scurry away in fear or attack my face and gnaw me and be really upset and that those are the options that will happen with her it's like hot cold fire and ice you know all over the place just like a chipmunk could run away he could take the little treat and be happy or he could literally gnaw your face off and you'd have to go to the hospital or you'd die though that's about as bad as it would get but that is there's a huge difference between the children and then and then on my latest my son he's too little to really have a personality yet but he's been the most chill of all the babies so far so he's like no problems and doesn't cry a whole lot when he's upset sleeps really well you know stuff like that but that my advice is whatever you know about your first child zero to do with your next child it's like <laughs> you're starting over they're different human beings the only thing that might translate is you know how to put the car seat in now that's that's it but 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 if you wait too I'm long level two car seat yeah if you wait but if you wait too long and you like wait three four years so you have the next kid you're going to forget all about the newborn car seat and it's going to stink all over again because a newborn oh, car goodness. seat is the worst and here i you, am it's little teeny and you got to make sure their arms are in, but you don't want to hurt them. But you're also, that's like hot as crap or it's raining outside and you're know, trying to get, it's not fun. What if I'm really, really good at operation? Does that translate at all? No, no. It would only, only if you would like somehow um, had a game that helped you be Houdini as a kid, would that game have helped you? Getting in and out of straight jackets might've helped you <laughs> if you had a game like that as a kid, but otherwise, or no. If, if you just love little meticulous difficult things that make you just insane then yeah man i think you'll really enjoy this the life is the life of a person is hanging in the balance while you play this game because <laughs> <laughs> if you do the car seat wrong you feel like they quite possibly could fly out of the car seat when you make a sharp turn which it's is true. obviously not true but that's what you feel like oh god i'm getting a little bit of an anxiety <laughs> during this parenting counseling session well hey speaking of cbd pop a pill man that helps with anxiety yeah you'll be just a little cbd man does it really work with them just a little cbd oh, no for you <laughs> not for the kid don't give the kid cbd give yourself cbd that's funny that's funny. Just shove it up his butt <laughs> you know and the, the whole butt in the thermometer butt thing that doesn't that i've never had to do that that we just have the forehead thermometer now do you remember that when you were so, kids anyone so, else how do you Remember take that? your own like, thermometer then if you're... That's weird. I, I don't do that either. 
<laughs> I don't take no, my temperature. Like no, no butt thermometers or anything. They don't, that doesn't work. That doesn't happen anymore. So that's like an old. We still thing. do that just for fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? You, you, wait, you guys share them? Well, if you already have one, then you're ahead of the game for the kid. You guys can all share butt thermometers. Well, I just I just mail them to Nick, and he just goes through them and smells them individually and ranks them from a scale of one to ten. <laughs> I think yeah. Nick would be a shoe in for that smell Uber. Screw both of you. <laughs> you wanted to be Dr. Poopitarian on <laughs> <All> the <right>. show. <laughs> All right. My my words of wisdom, Kavika, are going to be, um, I'm teaching our little girl. We're, we're trying to potty train her. She ran in the other day. We have this little like potty in the bathroom that she likes. And uh, she took the biggest dump in there that you wouldn't believe. I did not know little people poop <laughs> like this. So it's all celebratory, yeah, because she poops in the potty. And she says... Daddy, I made dirt. And I That's don't know who fun. I don't know who taught her that, but she thinks the brown stuff in the in the toilet looks like dirt. So hey, good for her. Making connections w- with life. And uh yeah, Did that, she deflate onto the toilet like a popped balloon? Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But I think wow. what was hard is when I had to clean that up, man, it's Oh, dude, I was I was gagging like you wouldn't believe trying to put this turd in the regular toilet to flush it because she's excited. So she immediately wants to take it out herself. And a child can't carry a potty of poop. That is not going to end well at all. So no, what they don't tell you is... can't even carry that. I mean... <laughs> right. So I was debating on getting my dog bag and picking it up with that. Oh, God. Um, thank God you said bag. <laughs> just like Chloe, we got a situation. Come clean it up. <laughs> she might, man. She might. So that would be my advice: is the potty training is fun because they learn the potty, but it is disgusting cleaning up their duty and putting it in the regular toilet. It's a whole big thing, man. I'm worried for All you. All right. Well, on the topic of potty training, have you guys ever heard of a thing called EC elimination communication? No. Nope. It's a it's a terrible, terrible description for what it actually is. It's basically potty training your kid from the get-go and never allowing them to get used to diapers. So when they're a newborn, you're doing this? Because dude, in the in the hospital they poop, bro. Right, right. But it's it's like you basically start learning about your baby's bowel movements and peeing habits right, right. away. So that you can bring your baby to the appropriate like not diaper situation because apparently babies don't like to be covered in feces or urine sure ideally they i mean they don't really like it it causes diaper rash everything but i'm just curious how it works like you had the baby right she's Mm -hmm. your mom's holding the baby then it's time you know to clean them up and everything it's time to nurse and then he's going to pass merconum which is like this different sort of poop and it's disgusting all over the place or are you using a diaper for a little while obviously you're not going to catch all of them but Essentially, you just prep the room for an explosion. <laughs> so it looks like it's always looked like there's paint happening. Like it always looks like you're yeah. about to paint your room. Yeah, so you've got so blue that's painters it, tape exactly and right. plastic all over. This is going to make a great Banksy. It'll be abstract <laughs> art. Yeah, right. Banksy art. <laughs> We're going to take pictures of each one and sell them as art. Hey, man, you you know what? To each his own, like they say. Go for it. This is why I appreciate you, bro. You're trying out these new things. It'll make great content for the podcast, and I'm excited <laughs> to hear about it, bro. But when I come over and I hold this child, if this child defecates <laughs> all over on me, yeah, I'm going to be excited. <laughs> <laughs> there will be like situations where 
We can't catch all of them, obviously, but the idea is that they will know when it's time to pee or poop and they'll know like, okay, I gotta, I gotta hold it until it's appropriate from the get go. Isn't there some science or something of, of they have like an age where they know the kid begins to have bladder control or something like that? Mm-hmm. Apparently, kids have bladder control right out of the womb, but they're not trained to pay attention to it because they just they just hold it until they can't anymore. And that's what happens when you when you put a baby in the diaper. They're just holding it until they absolutely just can't hold it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of this method at, like way down the road, like when they're two years old or, you know, 18 months and you start potty training them, I've heard of this method, but not from the mm-hmm. get-go, which is, I mean, I, it, it does make logical sense to me. Uh, and sitting in, with a diaper is probably silly, but um, I'm sure cloth diapers have been around for a real long time. But I'm, I'm sure people have done, the, done this before. I mean, you've had, I mean, a- ancient man had to do this. What are they going to do? Put them a banana leaf around their butt? <laughs> like tie it with a... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what hey, are you going to do? Carry your baby in a cup. You sh- should we do this with old people when they have to wear diapers? We're like, hey, we're wait, wait, no clothes, old man. I want to see when you're gonna poop. Okay, you're gonna make this. You're gonna make this face. I I want to see it. I, I know see that the face. face. Oh, you're about to poop on you. And then you can't. We can't. You can't really. He can't run over there. But you know that you could swoop over with a hat and have him poop in the hat right away. I think so. I think speaking of defecating and urination i think this is a great transition to a question we have for you guys he chose poorly (laughs) all right that was a perfect transition to our this or that segment and our first question for this or that would you rather only be able to drink water or you can drink anything but it has one drop of pee in it I love the question, and I have to give credit. Bruce, I heard this question on your podcast that you have. Yeah, and it's, I'm going to give my wife credit. So the podcast is called the B&E Pod. B is in Bruce, E is in Emily. My wife came up with this question because I guess she'd heard this in some other, some other thing. But anyway, it was her question. We have a podcast that we do semi-regularly. Just, just husband-wife talking about all... It's kind of like this podcast, except if you two were married. Which you're actually allowed to be in Hawaii, right? Y'all could be married. Am I right about that? In Hawaii, y'all, y'all could. I don't know if you're allowed to be married to one person and then also married to another person. They don't have polygamy, but they have. Hold on now, hold on. That's not very equal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 there are some sort of constitutional rights being violated here. Yeah, but anyway, um, it's the beanie pod, and this was our idea, I guess. Hold on, Kavika. You, you besides the law, you, you'd be interested in. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at poop. <laughs> um, yeah, so the B&E pod, uh, it's not that, I'm not just trying to shill for the show here or whatever, but yeah, we, we came up with the question and Nick thought it was really funny. So let's explore it. Let's explore it. I figured for your three listeners, it, it was a great question. And for our 10 listeners, it'll be a good question too. <laughs> We're yeah, up we to 10, guys? Much. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah, why don't, you want to tackle it first, Kavika? You can only drink water for the rest of your life, or, like you said, everything else that you drink has a little drop of pee in it. Uh, for me, it's a little bit simple because I drink a lot of water. I'm one of these guys, like, anytime I'm offered any type of drink, I'm just like, I'll just, I'm just I'll just take water. So I'm fine with it. But not being able to drink anything, that, that's a little extreme. So my question is, 
whose pee is this? <laughs> is this my pee? Am is, I, and do I have to do it myself? This is a good, this is exactly the thought process. Who's watching me? Here's what, well, I think we should clarify. If you have to administer to pee yourself, then one could just say, well, I just wouldn't put the pee in it. I'm going to choose everything and just break the rule and not put the pee in it. So I think that there's some curse against you that uh, it just as soon as you try and drink the coffee or the beer or whatever it is, even if you grab it from your friend's hand and drink it, it's immediately tainted with the urine. The urine. Okay, so this urine is automatically in any drink. And whose is it? Now, that is something you guys can decide. There's, there's, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No. <laughs> but I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. Th- that's my only source of information on drinking your own urine, which means if I drink my own urine, it's fine. If it's just one drop, I think I'll think be cool with it because it's sterile. And one guy likes it. Maybe I like it too. And you, wouldn't even, you probably wouldn't even taste it. That's that's right. It's so diluted. Yeah. I, I just mean, gotta make sure yeah. I drink more than like a drop of right. whatever I'm drinking. Right. Let's be honest. If you go to a restaurant, it's probably some urine in your drink. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. it's if you're going before. to Denny's, definitely. I mean, if, yeah. If you're going to a place that serves plate lunch, that's it's very possible. Whoa. That they're uh, that they just pee in in your drink. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I'm just like, trying to make it relevant for why. Uh, I don't no, f- but I mean, if you have to do the work, this is the whole thing that I said. If I have to do the work. Of putting the pee in there every like I have to do it. Someone's like, "Oh, you can't drink anything, or you'll die if you don't put the drop in yourself every time." <laughs> then I'm drinking water because that's way too much work, way yep. too much. But otherwise, it's diluted. Who cares? Well, I don't know. Maybe you develop a strategy. Maybe you just pee into like a jug, and then you have one of those droppers. You just take it out and you put a little who, drop. Yeah, of pee who in wants it to do it? that every time you have a drink of something? That's insanity. But you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you'll just drink water. Here's my question. Okay, if I choose the everything else but it has pee in it, wh- there's going to be times that I do choose to drink water. And that's where my issue lies because uh. I'm not going to taste it in Gatorade. I'm not going to taste it in coffee, but if I just want a glass of water, ooh, and there and I know there's one drop of pee, that's where I'm grossed out cuz I see it and you taste it. Mm. What if we had to drink a drop of each other's pee? <laughs> in, <laughs> in the drinks that we drink then i am taking kavika's pee because he drinks so much water already it's just clear and i wouldn't even see the droplet in it see but here's the thing if i knew that you were gonna have to drink my pee i'd be eating asparagus every day <laughs> you son <laughs> see that's funny if 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 it's we're in this triangle of urine <laughs> then we're purposely seeking to screw each other over. I wonder if you can get a disease from one droplet of urine. See, this is this is something that so, I yeah, have no. We're gonna have to ask scientists on. or consult medical journals or something on this one. I don't. I, I just know, guys. You can't. I'm just letting. I I know. Oh, I'm well okay. read. I'm I'm well pooped. You can't get a disease from one drop of urine. You can't. <laughs> nope. No. Nope, because you can get a vaccination and it has one drop of the whatever That's exactly in it, what I'm and saying. you don't I'm, get I'm it. I'm becoming Wolverine. I'm going to be immune to everything. Just give me all mm. the pee in small like doses. It. I think at first I would be grossed out, but I just would get used to it and wouldn't care, and I wouldn't tell anyone, and I just would drink the urine. I would eventually forget about it. It honestly isn't that bad if I just chose water either. Like, I wouldn't be upset, really. That's true. I think I'm just drinking water for the rest of my life, and I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, I think we're drinking water is fair. It's, it's, it's uh, it'll it'll keep you alive. <laughs> Nobody's willing to take the risk. <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I drink coffee every morning. I think Bruce does as well. Kavika doesn't really drink much coffee. But when you when you stop drinking coffee and you go through the you know withdrawal whatever of no caffeine, I love it when I get back on the wagon. Off the wagon, back, whatever. When I start drinking coffee again, because then that one cup of coffee goes so much further because you get that caffeine spike immediately. And that's what I'm after. What if you just ate coffee grounds? Yeah, because you're not drinking it. That's the, you know. Oh, oh, whoa, oh whoa, get bodied. Fake game loophole. that we're playing. Then <laughs> you take some of that coffee grounds, just sprinkle it on some ice cream, you know. <laughs> 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 or mix it with some CBD oil. Right. And shove it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are there, um, this is so dumb. Are there foods that have caffeine in it? I don't know. I know there's foods with nicotine. Yes, chocolate. Yeah, that's a food. Chocolate has yeah. caffeine in it? Yes, it does. Yep. Green like tea? Cow, all right? chocolates? Green tea is food, yeah. Almost all tea. Or matcha. So you're telling me I could, I could drink water and have a chocolate bar every morning. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have to drink pee. That's right. That's true. I'm not seeing any I mean, issue you can still here. drink pee if you want to do, but. Nobody's forcing yeah. it down your throat. Yeah. And you don't have to smoke to get nicotine. You could eat eat tomatoes. <laughs> that was a that was a poor choice of words, Kavika. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. All right, Fair. second question. Would you rather have an undo button for life or a copy and paste button for life? This is intriguing. So undo. We're talking we're talking just like short term, oh crap, I screwed that up. Undo. Or I want another try at this, undo, and I can do it again. Yeah, I think it's only like quick five-second things, sort of. Like, you can't undo, wow, this relationship went horrible for a year. I'm undoing it. Mm. doesn't work. But you get in a car accident, undo. Right, right. So, so okay, so undo. Undo means if, you, let's say, you're in a car accident. Undo would mean you just back up and go again and try and avoid the car accident. But if you can't avoid it, you're just going to keep getting in the car accident forever. So, I, th- I, think, I think you would have to, there's like a limit. I think there's like yeah. a 10 minute limit that you can undo. Maybe not even 10. Maybe there's like a one minute limit. And are you aware of what I, happened in the future when you go huh. back? I think so. I think so. Because like a computer, right? You you type something wrong or you deleted this thing. You're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Undo. Put it back. And what was the other one? Or a copy paste? Or a copy and paste. So you're like, you're like wh- I'm thinking I'm walking to the bank and I'm just waiting for whoever carries out the biggest bag of cash. Do people carry cash anymore? That's a bad example. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> how about how about you hit the lottery, and then you just want to do it again? Well, that that copy paste. The problem is, I would have to hit the lottery once. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that example of. Co- well, you know what? Okay. Here you go. <laughs> I, 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 get, I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting at. But a smarter way would be like I'm walking through Vegas and I see somebody else hit the lottery or hit the jackpot and copy and paste that. Right. Oh, I see. Wait, you can as copy in paste like anything in, you see. Oh, I got right, what you're saying. If, I, if so it's then, hit the lottery, that means I got to freaking play the lottery for the rest of my life and I might never hit it still. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this brings up the question then. If it's copy-paste versus undo, are you someone that has more crap happen to you that you want to undo or someone that has more good things happen to you that you want to copy-paste? Mm. But you're telling me you can copy someone else's life and paste it into yours to achieve that thing. Right, because I can just go Google something and copy and paste the paragraph from somebody else's writing and then put it in my own document if i need oh i see i'm going to copy paste because the undo the paradoxes related to changing the future 
nope, we know how that goes. We've all seen Hot Tub Time Machine. It is a bad idea. <laughs> so You mean that that uh, historical documentary? Yeah, Hot Tub, Hot Time, Tub Machine. Time Machine. Right. Or Back okay, to the Future. That's what no, I'm going to copy-paste. I think, here's the thing that I think would happen, though, if I knew I had copy-paste. I'd like just live in Vegas and sit at casinos and just stay there until saw someone hit the lotto or hit the hit the winner and jackpot and then copy paste that. But I'd have to be there for like six months to a year at a time at the right time to copy paste it. But that would be that might be the only the only downside to that is you'll be constantly be waiting for something to grab. Just go faster. Just sit in Wall Street and copy paste the guy that You have to know that though. Whatever. You're, that you're day. not like you're not going in the future. You have to know that that's going to happen. You could copy paste somebody that loses everything. That one. I, th- I think there's a much easier way to do this: is just find anything of value, copy and paste it, and then sell it. That's probably fair. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get in trouble because mm-hmm. you just copy paste, copy pasted a Rembrandt, and they're like, "Wait a second, <laughs> where did you get this painting?" <laughs> See, here's the, my issue with this: is we've made copy paste way more powerful than undo because you're able to apply it to anyone else's situation. I think it's more a harder choice if it's just your own actions you can copy. I don't paste. think you fully thought out the idea of undo, though. Undo's pretty Oh, big. no, I did. I, it's I, pretty I incredible. You die. Yeah. You could literally not that's die. Why, <laughs> well, that's why I would pick the undo is I'm not going to die. Because with the undo, you could do the same thing in Vegas. You could play the uh, roulette wheel and put it on, let's say, it, 50 there you black. Go. Yeah, there's so much you can it do. It doesn't hit because 20 black hit. So undo, play 20 there black. There you go. And it hits, and they're like, oh, mm. what? I'm telling you, though, the, the paradox of going into the future or going into the past is going to bite you. Copy-paste won't bite you unless you copy-paste a rare artifact, and then all of a sudden, there are pyramids in Oahu. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the slippery slope, ladies that and gentlemen. That would be the slope, yeah. You know, wait, why is there no, a I Sphinx think- in Diamond Head now? Uh, and Kavika's like, I don't know, man. I, uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was just, going into real estate development. Right, right, right. The <laughs> aliens are real, dude. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Yeah, but if you if you copy and paste, you know, a pyramid and put it somewhere else, no one knows you did it. There's <laughs> no like, negative. What the hell just happened? <laughs> so is yeah, it just they're really gonna think manifest that they're gonna the think Kavika Kavika just built that. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a little weird when Kavika also lives in the Taj Mahal that he also copy pasted. <laughs> Sitting on the top of Diamond Head. Like Diamond Head, yeah. It's like, wait a second. How did this... Where did this dude get... Wait. Does he have plumbing up there? Yeah, does he have... <laughs> you just copy-paste porter potties in every room. You just... <laughs> just have porter potties. And then every time it gets bad, you put it out the... Throw it out the window and you copy-paste a new one. That's what I would do. I would copy and paste the dump that my dog took. <laughs> and I would just paste it everywhere. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just on like all the front porches of people. Just Yeah. <laughs> Wait, as someone's walking out to get the paper or check their mail, you just paste poop right there. Like they thought they thought they were fine and then they step right in it immediately. <laughs> yeah, yep. I love, I love how out of all the things you can do with pop, copy and paste, you want to duplicate dog poop. <laughs> That's the first yeah. thing that came to your mind. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. You're you're outside. And you're walking, and I copy-paste the dump and put it right in front of you like Bruce said, and now, boom, you stepped in it. That's funny. Well, if I have undo, I can undo it and just, like, avoid it every single time. That's true. Or I can let it play out, I'll step in it, then I'll be so pissed off, I'll just beat the crap out of you, and then undo that and be like, well, I got my aggression out. 
and then just be fine with it. You can't beat me up. Uh, that's true. You, there's <laughs> a fatal chink in this plan. Mike. Nick would copy-paste Mike Tyson and be like, here, fight this one. Right. I'd copy and paste his, his punch, and then I would just go around and pasting it on everyone. <laughs> you just got this big arm. This comes out of nowhere, and everyone just hears a lisp, and they pass out. Right. <laughs> See, that's the thing. With copy and paste, you can cut it and paste it and cut it and paste it and cut it and paste it. Oh, no, that's cut and paste, though. It's cop- cut moves. Yeah, it. that means that... Copy literally has yeah, so, pieces so of it everywhere. Ty- Tyson's about to throw the punch, but I took it and <laughs> threw it somewhere else. No, no, you're not... He still throws the punch. You just copy. Cut would mean he couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean oh, yeah. when I cut it. <laughs> if you cut it, he no longer has an arm. I, You know... Real quick, I never use cut and paste. I always copy. Oh, I paste. use cut all the time, actually. I gotta figure out what I'm doing wrong. I use cut. What am I cutting? I use cut a lot when it comes to audio editing, video editing, or if I'm moving files from folders to a folder and I don't use a command line, I will cut mm-hmm. from one folder to another. Mm-hmm. It, or if, like, so for some reason, drag doesn't work, you have to cut it so that it's no longer in position A and you want it in B. Or if you're reformatting a document. You don't want to like if you paste it, then you have to go back down and get rid of what you copied, as opposed to cutting it. You know. Ah, it takes that. Ooh. But cutting it can be a little more precise because if you take too much and you cut it, then you're gonna have to undo and redo the cut. So you have to think a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Kavika is uh, really not interested in the conversation. My my brain's running at nine thousand RPMs, trying to keep up with the math. That's going on yes, here, sir. and I'm failing. <laughs> I'm nerding. I'm nerding. It's, like a, it's like a beautiful mind right now. Yeah. Except the reverse. First, you got to cut it, then you paste it. Wait, let's just talk about poop again. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're back. We're back it's a at pretty the heart good one. of this. The cut, the, uh, well, there's a, isn't there a superhero movie that kind of has this? Is it Unbreakable? That has this sort of idea of like undo and redo? Or is that, what was that remote control movie with Adam oh, click. Sandler? Click. That's Click. Yeah. It kind of has that. That is... That is not a superhero movie, but I like it. <laughs> it's a good one. He could be a superhero <laughs> with a remote control like that. I mean, let's be fair. Totally. All right, let's move on. When you poop in your dreams, you poop for real. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Apparently, you have a poop story of the ages. Um, I hear you got a lot of them, so why don't you reach into the bag and pull one out? Let's pull one out. Uh, okay, so I had so many problems with pooping when I was younger. So... The, here's like this is like a story, but it's it's more of like a uh, it's more of like a thematic part of my growing up experience in the in the toilet. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right now. If you ever use a word of that caliber on the show again, you're off. Uh, what do you mean? Thum- we don't know what thematic is. Oh, that's when you have like a power thumb. Like if you get your thumb amputated, <sighs> they put a thematic <laughs> on it, and then you're good to go. Yeah, that would be sweet. A power thumb? That's good. Like, it's, so you'd be like cyborg, but it would just be your thumb. Except you'd only be good for a thumb wars. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure there's like professional thumb wars now. You could change the channel super freaking fast. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, you'd be sweet at Call of Duty. Yeah, you'd be really good at video <laughs> games. <laughs> That's so good. You'd be like Thematic. crouching right, I- like crazy. Um, <clears throat> so my, my nickname... My nickname became Splash and Dash as a kid because I would (laughs) (laughs) Splash and Dash leaving his mark around the country because I would just wait until like the last possible second to go to the bathroom and then I would run to the bathroom, 
fire it out, and then be done in all of 30 seconds, barely enough time to wash your hands, if you ever actually did wash your hands, and go back to watch TV or whatever I was doing. So just build up as much pressure as you can, like a pump-up BB gun. And then (laughs) what did you do? Did you fire them at birds in your neighborhood trees? (laughs) Yep. And then poop quickly wipe you're out of there you're out of there sounds efficient so, so that was that's sort of the overarching theme what i what but but also so later in my life that became a really bad idea i uh, i constantly did that sort of thing and i ended up getting like a terrible disease and i was pooping like crazy all the time okay um i would i had such problems pooping okay that i would keep a grocery bag like a walmart bag you know that you would get plastic bag we call those hoochie handbags. Right. Is that what they call them? Yeah. With the Walmart and Burger. Right, 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 right. And I would keep it in the car. And then I would just go to the bathroom in the bag. I would pull on the side of the road. And this has probably happened 7, 10, 20 times. Side of the road, get in the back seat, drop trowel, poop in the bag, wipe with some McDonald's napkins, wrap it up, put it in a Ziploc, and then have it for later. And that was my life for a real long time. Have it for later. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have it for later. <laughs> Did you mail it to your brother? I would, I would give it to people. Uh, no. One time, it was, <laughs> one time it was so bad, I had to, I was going to work, okay, in Seattle. Well, it was, it was well, outside of Seattle, um, on the east side. Uh, and so I had to go, but things didn't go to, as planned. So I was in a parking garage, and I did this. And so I decided to go to the bathroom in the backseat of my car. And I had to remove the underwear because the underwear got some incidental friendly fire from mm. the poop situation. So, but here's the problem. I can't just take off all of my clothes and take off my underwear without getting things all over myself. There's no way you could do that. But luckily, I always carry a pocket knife. Like a poop knife? I'd like a poop knife, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But in this case, it wasn't plastic, it's metal. But so oh. you just cut the underwear in half around the leg so you can get the underwear off of you, throw it in the bag. Well, I also cut my leg in that process. There's blood all over. Um, not only now do I have poop on my hands, blood on my hands, and also on my pants. Battle scars, you went to war. So now I've got to go to work for the rest of the day <laughs> with blood, poop, and shame. <laughs> Extra dose of shame. <laughs> All around. And then so that day, this was like, like one of the worst experiences. And then for that day, I was just sitting and I try, I like went to the bed, tried to clean myself, but it was the worst case of like diaper rash as a grown adult that you could ever imagine in your entire life. Because I'm wearing khakis in poop blood and i'm sitting in the office chair all day so i'm <laughs> Everything's at work fine. sitting and i i also i took the stairs so that like i wasn't on the elevator so i didn't see anyone i took the stairs so i'm sweating and i'm like walking backwards away from everyone all day so that nobody could see that i probably because i had definitely something on the back of my pants like you know those pants went in the trash when i got home it was that was like one of the worst experiences now though i have the best case scenario for anyone that has problems pooping i no longer have to poop whoa how did you do this i don't have to i never have to poop superpower this is a superpower superpower. i can i can hold my poop forever because 
because of the horrible disease I had that made me go to the bathroom all the time, I actually no longer have a butthole. And I have a bag. So I had ulcerative colitis, a disease, and it removed, they removed my colon because I was dying. And in order to save my life, they had to do that. So now all of that pain, strife, and years of all the poop experience I have is for nothing. And I just use a bag all the time. And now my superpower is no longer going to the bathroom, which if you ask me, might be one of the best superpowers that anyone could have. That's pretty good. Because you could eat anything you want and never worry, holy crap, this is going to be a bad ride home. Because it's not going to be. It's going to be totally fine. Because all you have to do is empty a bag and you're good to go. It's the best thing ever. The only thing that's difficult is uh, wearing a swimsuit and explaining to the children why this man has something hanging off of his stomach. <laughs> Basically, you just wear a t-shirt. And nobody cares. But it's it's... It's, it's amazing. It's the best. Since you guys are on the poop show with all sorts of poop stuff all the time, I'm the um, perfect guest when it comes to poop stories and fiction and fan fiction or not fan fiction, uh, fan stories around poop. I feel like I need to bequeath my title to you, Bruce. You are now Dr. Pooptarian. <laughs> wait, you're the, wait you're, but you're, 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 you're Sir Pooptarian. Are you Dr. Pooptarian? Just recently, I've obtained that title. He, he he just got his PhD. Oh, okay. Well, you're just a resident, and I'm, yeah. I've am i been a doctor you're, you're for a, a long time. You're the president. Time. Yeah, I'm the, right, president of the hospital. There um, you go. Of the Poop Society. The Poopitarian Hospital. Uh, We're like Dead Poet Society, but with poop. Right, yeah. And you're Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, that is like the, the worst. I have so many poop stories that are like that, where it's like a situation where you had to like... And I know it's a little more like, some people think of it as, oh, that's so sad. Like this person had to poop all the time because he was dying inside. I thought it was funny and sad and funny afterward, not during. During, it's like the worst anxiety you could ever imagine. But afterwards, it's like kind of funny and ridiculous that I was <laughs> pooping in the back of a car, f- slicing off underwear with, with knives, like traveling around with basically a makeshift porter potty in the backseat of your car. I mean... It's kind of funny. Yeah, because you, you, had, you had no choice. It's not like you could have just made it to the bathroom because of just everything going on. There's no way. I mean, you would have, you couldn't make it to the bathroom. You would have this, I could actually considered at one point getting one of those camping toilets and just putting it in my driver's seat and just pooping on that as I drove. The bumper dumper. Yeah, but that would be brutal. The backseat dumper. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, whenever you poop, I don't know about you guys, whenever I pooped, I always had to pee, too, at the same time. Mm. So, like, I'm going to end up peeing, and that's going to be... Mm. A mess so not gonna work out it, and that's then, a good that's a good point it is hard for me not to pee and poop at the same time it's usually a package deal yeah i don't it think go, it's possible i'm it always getting the combo with that whole like learning to control your batter bladder at uh one week old like um kavika was talking about maybe we should have done that well oh. maybe that's my mission i'm one of these guys like if i think something's possible i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna like, have a child with the most bladder and sphincter control that you could ever imagine. <laughs> it's going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records of using a toilet at three days old. I'm going to teach him the sprinkler. <laughs> the machine gun. He's going to flush and have toilet paper on the bottom of his knee when he comes out crawling from the bathroom instead of the bottom of his foot. He's going to have toilet paper on his knee. And he'll be he'll bidet before he walks. <laughs> bidet before you crawl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm ho- I hope I didn't offend you by saying reach into the bag and pull out one of your 
poop stories. I didn't know that's, that's that really I was funny. Go down that road. It's li- literally, literally hilarious. I don't get offended <laughs> by it. I think it's awesome. Let Let me just ask you one question, Bruce. Yeah. What kind of beard oil are you using? <laughs> it's a running joke. Now, ever since I told Nick that story, every time I talked to him, he was like, "Hey, man, what kind of beard oil are you using?" <laughs> I mean, talking about he's like, "So how are the kids? How are you doing? What'd you have for dinner?" Hey. How's that beard all going? <laughs> <laughs> it's a running joke. It's true. It's true. Well, hey, dude, I appreciate the story, man. I appreciate your being a great advocate. And uh, yeah, I love the poop stories, man. Keep them rolling. There's a lot of poop stories. Milk was a bad choice. All right. I think that is a perfect jumping off point f- to roll into our draft and Today on the Canaspan podcast, we are drafting. This is going to be a battle royale situation. We're not going to be directly fighting each other, but we will be drafting animals that will be fighting each other. So we're going to go through and we're each going to pick four animals. And at the end of the day, we're going to put up the poll on Canaspan. So hit us up at Canaspan Pod on Twitter. And you can vote for your favorite set of four animals that will destroy the other two teams. So how are we going to do the order for this, guys? Well, I, I feel like I need to honor Mr. Agent Oahu real quick. I have a clarifying question about this draft. <sighs> and, you know, Nick has ruined me. Not me, but the other Nick. But my clarifying question is, are we going with animals that are currently alive right now? Can I yes. pick a T-Rex? No. Existing animals. That this draft has been tainted, and I would be the winter win, winner. Winter? Winter. All right, anyway, a live animal sounds good. I got you. A live animals, and we're going to just do this. Uh, we're going to do it Coliseum style. We're just throwing all of these animals in a Coliseum, and whichever animal is left standing at the end is the winner. And I think I'm going to take a bullet for the team, Kavika. You've been a horrible drafter and losing all of these drafts. <laughs> and Wait, Coliseum has to mean, like, it cannot be water animals, because otherwise you're just throwing a dolphin in the middle of a dry Coliseum. That's... Don't pick Dolph- it. Dolphins can be dangerous, man. They're mammals. They can breathe. <laughs> not, not when they're flopping around on the water, on the on the I land. I don't want to dissuade you from choosing dolphin if that's what you want. Yeah, I think that's his first pick. What I'm saying is I you think can't just possibly picked... do that if you're in a coliseum. It's got to be land animals. All right, animals. so Bruce goes dolphin. <laughs> and it's porpoise, shark. okay? It's all porpoise. <laughs> Watch your mouth. All right. Well, what I'm getting at is Kavika's been going number two, and as a result, he's been the poopiest drafter. In history of the Canaspam podcast. Hey, man, if you can go number two regularly, you've got it made. So <laughs> I'm going to take the number two spot as your Dr. Poopitarian here, and I will let you two battle it out for the number one. All right. I think I think we can let Bruce go number one. Oh, man, I got first pick. Yeah, you. This is brutal. Um, I'm going with first pick Komodo Dragon. Oh. Oh, bodied. That's serious. Ain't nobody effing with that thing. Komodo nobody. Dragons, don't they have like bacteria-ridden saliva or whatever it is yeah dude they eat men what yeah that is not is that true yes in indonesia yeah dude look it up pull that up bro okay how big is a a komodo dragon dude they're got to be six seven feet long from nose to tail it might be eight feet they're pretty big there's one in the zoo there in honolulu really yeah i don't think i've ever seen it yeah i mean this is not there anymore okay so it's basically a huge lizard right but it's a man-eating lizard. Okay. And then, am I wrong? Is is there some sort of, like, I, I heard that their saliva is very, like, 
deadly because of like the bacteria or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think it'll break. It breaks down prey near immediately. I think it might actually. Um, I think it might uh, paralyze the prey and then break it down real fast. That's a strong pick. Komodo dragon's really strong. I think you screwed yourself because there's way better ones. But he is a <laughs> he would be a good number three pick, in my opinion. He would be a good number <laughs> three pick. All right. All right. So what? It's over to you, Nick. What What do you think is so much better than a Komodo dragon? Okay, I am gonna go for it. This is. I want you to know. This is the most dangerous animal in the world. And this is an opinion. This is a fact from <laughs> National Geographic. This animal kills more than any other animal in the world. And I want you to know, they weigh this thing in kilograms. It's so heavy. They can be up to 2,700 kilograms. I don't even know what that is in pounds. That's big. And the teeth on this thing are sharp as can be. It can bust your head open with one just... And I'm going with the hippopotamus. The hippopotamus? Dude, it's a water animal. No, it can run on the land up to 30 miles an hour. Hippos can? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and everybody laughs at it. Yeah, and I'm sick of it, and I'm standing up for the hippos. Oh, you're right. They do run. I forgot about that. They do. And that is my number one pick. And if we got to go into the water, because it's Coliseum, maybe it has a little water section in it. I can get down. So the only thing that's that's going against you in a hippo is the Komodo dragon, okay, will outrun that thing in the water because of its tail. Okay, first of all, I would just step on it. I shall swim it. I'll swim it. I would just step on your dragon. That's done. Well, game you over. Can't, you can't. It's not step onable. I'm it's, on it's, it. It's not step it's, onable. It's, it's sly as a fox with man-eating venom. I am on it right now, and my foot is on your neck, and I don't even know. It will break the hippopotamus's leg with its tail <laughs> immediately. It's stubby. You're right. And then, the and thing- then you have, then you have stubby hippopotamus on his side with no way to move. Well, uh, you're right. There is a flaw in my hippo. It's easily <laughs> toppled. It easy. It's easily toppled. Is the SUV of land animals? <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the jeep. It's the short bus. It's, no, it is the short bus of land animals. <laughs> All, All right, right, Kavika, what are you throwing in this battle? Okay, yeah. I'm on the turn. I get two picks, and you guys have got some girth. You actually took a very good pick, Nick. That I was. That was very high on my list. I had not thought of Komodo Dragon, though. That was a good one. Um, So I think I'm just going to go for pure girth because it seems like there are some thunderous animals in this arena, and I need to make sure that I am occupying a good amount of space here. So for my first pick, I am going with the grizzly bear. Man! I picked the grizzly bear. It is the largest terrestrial land animal I believe. Yeah, probably. Terrestrial. Has, has hands. Terrestrial. Is it, is it larger than an elephant or is that not considered? Y- you know what? I, I'm probably using the wrong word. I probably mean like aggressive or carnivorous or territorial or like attacking other animals constantly. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, you know, uh, a grizzly bear is, he eats meat. He's catching, he's killing stuff constantly. Whereas yeah. uh, an elephant is probably, it's very big. I'll give it that, mm. but I don't know if it has like killer instincts like a, like a grizzly bear would. Mm. So that is my first pick, and for my second pick, I am gonna go. I don't know if this is out of the box, but I I think that there should be some sort of intelligent being in this situation. 
And mm. there's no smarter animal, in my opinion, that is dexterous enough to battle than a silverback gorilla. Dang it. So I have a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla. That's a lot of fur coming at you. Mm-hmm. So if anything, maybe I'll get you with my allergies after you're done chomping me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a really good pick. They can rip a human's arm off and beat them with it. Apparently, a gorilla too. can lift 10 times their own body weight. That's yeah. almost as much as an ant. Mm-hmm. That's Pretty crazy. Insane. That's insane. That's crazy. But here's the thing. Gorilla, he, it's it's a good pick, Kavika, but here's my problem with you. <laughs> with me or the gorilla? They're nice. You can hang. They're not aggressive, really. Compared to these other animals, comparatively, I'm throwing a couple bananas at him while I'm riding my hippo into victory. Bro, Kavika has the gorilla's baby, and it's showing in the baby, and it's punching the baby in the face, and that gorilla is (laughs) out of its mind. That gorilla will do anything to save that baby, just like a human would. Dude, you're you're dead. That hippo has no shot when he's got the baby by the neck, and he's punching it in the face. Okay. If Kavika starts punching baby... Uh, gorillas, we're gonna have an issue. No, he's got to do something to egg on his. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like motivation. It's motivation. I'll just yeah. start peeling bananas and throwing them in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> really piss him off. <laughs> That's good, dude. Hey, two two super strong picks. Silverback gorilla was on my list, um, as well as um, grizzly. Grizzly, yeah, grizzly bear. I really wanted that one. Maybe, maybe, but maybe I can get a chalkboard with a rake. Just really, just just really annoy him. Just get him really aggro. The thing is, grizzly bears have huge claws. Like, their paws are yes. ginormous, and they mm-hmm. have just razors on them. Yep, I'm yeah, pretty confident. Pretty I'm pretty happy with what I got here. Okay, the next back one to that you, I'm... Nicholas. It's back to me. I got so many... We're going to have to do some honorable mentions, because there's just so much. For this one, I'm going to go with size again. And my team is like... Um, I'm, I guess I got a, a team of tanks. So I'm going with a Cape Buffalo. It's a big one. Yep. They kill so many people per year. Their horns on them are just so sharp. Um, and they got thick hide. And these things are ginormous. Um, Cape Buffaloes, dude, are no freaking joke. Um, yeah, they're one of the most dangerous animals for sure. Uh-huh. So my team right now is basically I have – I basically I drafted Hulk and Thanos. That's basically what I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, All right. No, you man. definitely haven't drafted Hulk. So, okay, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Kavika a little bit. And I already had this in my mind. I'm going with the man eating polar bear. The polar oh, wow. bear. What? The polar bear is the, one of the only animals that has a scent for man. It is the maybe the toughest, grittiest animal that exists because they live in such a desolate climate that they can survive the worst of any weather scenario, famine. They have to be fast. They have to catch seals in the water. Seals are slippery out of the water. Inside the water, you're basically grasping at nothing. You ever tried to catch a guppy in the ocean? Yeah, you can't. Look, (laughs) try and and grab a fish, okay? You ever try to catch a catfish? You can't grab it. The seal, no, it's eating seals. It's a man-eater, has the best snout. I think a polar bear will hands down destroy that Cape Buffalo by far. All okay, here's long. you guys are so. I just wish I could learn you more. Um, all I'm doing, 
I'm just cracking a Coca-Cola for your polar bear. And he's going to sit and drink the Coke. And he's not going to engage in anything. So that's it. You're flawed right there. I got a Coca-Cola and he's going to be distracted. Well, you got to draft the vending machine. Yeah, you're going to have to do something. You have to bring that. But no. Listen, if he's got if he's got the wherewithal to crack open a Coke, I'm just sending him in there with an AR. Like, he's able to crack <laughs> open a Coke. He's going to have guns, dude. That's it. That's game over. have never seen no- something more terrifying than a polar bear with an AR-15. Yeah. 300 blackout, AR-15. He's going he's going hard in the paint, okay? <laughs> or in the in the arena, I should say. Oh, well, All then right, we're if, not drafting <laughs> accessories here, guys. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to put right, two no. bazookas on my hippo. So am I on the turn or no? The bazooka hippo. I'm drafting yeah, the bazooka hippo. <laughs> you get I'm to go again, Bruce. I get to go again. All right. So uh, I'm going to go back to the eastern side of the plant of the country, of the uh, planet. Just slightly north of Indonesia, we're going to the Siberian tiger. Oh, who is one of the mm. best predators on the land. They hunt alone. Nobody can mess with them. <sighs> they also are in a really rough climate that they're they're very grit and hard. They they don't need anybody else. They're huge, they're some of the biggest tigers you could possibly ever imagine. And they're probably one of the faster ones of the bunch. Um and they're quite stealthy. So they'll find something to hide behind. So I'm going Siberian tiger. Something to hide behind in this coliseum? Yeah, I'm packing. He's going to hide behind, uh, you know, another person that's fighting. He's going to hide behind his polar bear. Yeah. So the polar bear, I'm, I'm coming in with two, two cold weather animals and a man-eating lizard. That, qu- that quite possibly is a holdout from the dinosaur age. So we know that this thing can survive. All right. Next, 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 right? All right, I'm up. Gosh, there's so many routes I want to go. I'm just going to go with my gut instinct. I'm going to go with a, you know, we're going with a reptile. Just throwing that out there right now. And again, Bruce, this isn't a geography lesson of going north of Indonesia and all this. We're going right to the animal, okay? I'm picking a saltwater <laughs> crocodile. You son of a bee. And not only that, saltwater a crocodile. male, because they can grow up to 2,200 pounds. And these things are extremely dangerous. Their hide is extremely thick. Very hard to break through the leathery, hard, tooth-like hide of a saltwater crocodile. Um, and you get that thing in, in it, it's going to get your Komodo dragon in its jaws and death roll. And this done already. So my team is strong as a beast right now. Hippo, Cape <laughs> Buffalo, saltwater crocodile. Kavika, you shouldn't even go. I, I am a little, I a little bit worried right now because you saltwater literally took my big. pick. Yeah, that's a big one. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Um, all right. Saltwater croc. The ones in Australia, is that right? Yeah. Um, they yeah. also are in India, too, I think. But it's upsetting as he scrolls through his list to pick a new one. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm going off the dome on these, so I'm not doing any research. I, I'm, I, I have one that I, I knew I wanted to pick, because, but I was very surprised that it came back to me because I thought, he picked a cat that I thought would have been the top pick because I think a, a lion is actually bigger than a tiger. Uh, I, I, be, I believe it's bigger than a tiger. I don't know about the aggression and all that. I just know that they are massive and I'm pretty sure they're the largest cat. So I'm going to go with a lion to counter your tiger. And 
Now I just got to figure out how I'm dealing with this saltwater crocodile. So I'm going a little out of the box here. I'm going to pick the poison dart frog. Dang it. That's on my list too. That really is on my list. So my mm. strategy is I'm sending in the dart frog immediately. And I'm just going to tell it, hey, you, you go jump in that alligator's mouth. And I'm just going to wait until you suffer and die. And then it's a battle between your hippo and my grizzly bear slash lion slash whatever Ooh. else I got on this Silverback terrifying gorilla. team. So, Silverback. so you're, you're going to sacrifice your frog right off the bat just to kill my crocodile? Uh, I'm, I might have the gorilla throw the frog into your crocodile's mouth. So your frog is dead. And so is your crocodile. Mm, that's a good, that's like when you, hey, I'll give you my, um, uh, I'll sacrifice my, my bishop to get your queen. Yeah. That's right. You're the sometimes bishop you if got, you're wondering. You, you are the bishop. <laughs> well, well, the frog is. <laughs> yeah, in this case, the frog is, yeah. That's a good pick. I like it. I had it on my list. It's a great it's like a, sleeper pick. It's like pick. an animal grenade. I get it. <laughs> a slow-acting animal grenade. <laughs> That's an animal grenade. <laughs> Super slow C4. <laughs> I just got to make sure my guys are in good condition so they can run around the, the Coliseum until your crocodile dies. Right. All right, I'm up. Is, is my go, right? You got your four? Yes, sir. Okay. There's so many different ones I could pick from right now. I'm going to go with my gut on this one, and I'll tell you what I was going to go with potentially for honorable mention. But we are, I want you to know this animal is, it can stand up to six feet. I want you to think about that for a second. And it is extremely territorial. And not only that, it's one of the most dangerous animals in the world. It has a reputation for killing and eating people. I want you to know that. And I'm going to say you know, that again. Both of you have bragged about the man-eating abilities of your animal. And I just want to say, nobody's drafting people. <laughs> <laughs> you got us, Kavika. You got, yeah. Oh, burned. Um, I'm going with my tried-and-true black mamba. Hmm. Oh, See, your black That's, mamba's big, but my eight-foot polar bear is just going to kick you across the arena. Okay. There's no way you could catch the black mamba. The Komodo dragon's got it on lock. Negative. They eat Komodo dragons. The Komodo you dragons forgot. eat snakes. Your Komodo dragon is under the hoof of my hippo. I don't know why you keep bringing him it up. It broke the hippo's leg with its tail. The hippo's on the <laughs> ground, and it's being eaten by the polar bear right now because the polar bear needs flesh. It <laughs> craves flesh. Well... <laughs> When right. when the voters decide, um, we'll know, guys. Okay, so okay, you're so up, I'm, Bruce. I'm going with another very dexterous, very strong chimp. The mm. smartest of the bunch. The best brains. Basically a human being with five times the strength of a human being. Smarter than everyone there. He'll pick up a crocodile by its tail and whip it around. It'll get on the back of the crocodile. Basically, we have crocodile Dundee in chimp form. Chimp form. North Carolina. In this, yeah. In this shirt <laughs> the only thing that I'm worried about with the chimp is the gorilla because they probably fight. That'll be a tough fight. Yeah. But the brains always wins. And the chimp is the smartest. We'll give that. I am a little worried that your chimp is going to ride my crocodile and put reins on him and take him over. <laughs> and now I no longer have a crocodile. I am a little worried about that. Now you just have a slave. Yeah, he's going to kill the bear. <laughs> he's going to kill the grizzly bear and wear its fur. Okay? 
as protection when he goes after the crocodile. <laughs> then the hippo's already dead from the Komodo dragon breaking its leg. So we really well, don't have much more to deal with here except for that gorilla. That's going to be a rough one. That's going to be a rough one. I think we need to just think about this for a second. When have you ever heard of a chimp killing any of these animals that we've talked about? They just avoid them. Chimps, no, chimps aren't kill- taking out... They're not taking out uh, grizzly bears. Well, they don't have There's- to where they live. <laughs> they take... They kill... They kill... Chimps are so ruthless, okay? They eat monkeys alive. Yeah, but... Other m- monkeys, not, not chimps. They eat other but- monkeys while they're screaming, they bite the monkey and laugh. Yeah. It's really they're scary. They're ruthless. They're ruthless. And I don't didn't care. draft a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you draft a black mamba. That's a strong pick. Komodo dragon is going to take lay waste to that thing. It's over. Honestly, my biggest concern in this in this draft is this crocodile. Just That's because right. I don't know how my animals are going to like penetrate the skin and crocodiles are quick but i just thought of a solution okay do you guys know about the crocodile jaw yeah about the strength right? mm-hmm. yeah so it can close its mouth but it can't open its mouth so i'm training my gorilla okay, to I hold think you- your crocodile's mouth open and then plug its nose with the other hand and i'm gonna suffocate your crocodile until it dies Chimps knew that already. They come out of womb That's with that. common knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I thought you were throwing the frog at my crocodile. That's, that's your backup plan. You're planning too much for this crocodile when my hippo is on you. Hey, Listen, hey. the water buffalo is taken care of, okay? That thing is basically a cow. All right? <laughs> that's, that's dealt with, okay? We don't worry about that at all. Not at all. The polar bear ate that. It's over. Water buffalo is <laughs> out of the game. Basically a cow. <laughs> a steer. Your, your your hippo is on its back or its side from broken stub legs. Steaks for everybody. Yeah. Everyone's eating. Mm. Yeah. They're eating cow. They're hanging out. They're having T bones. Everyone's sharing the hind parts. And a chimp is thinking about his chest moves and he's just gonna lay waste to you guys because you're all stupid animals and he's a higher primate. Look, when I play Donkey Kong, I'm never Diddy. I always play as <laughs> as Donkey Kong. So there's no way your chimp is doing anything. Wait, is Donkey Kong an orangutan? What is he? He's a gorilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a brown gorilla, though. I thought gorillas were, were darker than that. He's pretty light tan, it's, Donkey Kong. Guys, it's, it's just because they game. had 8-bit and they couldn't, um, they couldn't <laughs> oh, put that Maybe color. that's what it is. Black's I wasn't sure. I, I never by. thought about what Donkey Kong was. I thought he was a, a orangutan with long arms. I don't know. Might have to Google that. Yeah, we're going to have to. I, I think I win. I'm sorry. My Komodo dragon's laying waste. Can we just do an honorable mention? Yep. Um, what were some that you were thinking of, Kavika? Um, you guys basically took all of my... If, I mean, if somehow we went through all of them, I had rhino on there. I had the fo- uh, the wolf. I was thinking of, a, of an eagle. Like that, a that's another one. Yeah, I was Claw thinking of a your eyes out. Right, because it could fly away, come back, fly away. Or what's that really fast falcon that's like crazy fast? Mm-mm. It falls at like 100 miles an hour. I can't remember the name, but yeah, it's in California, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's a hawk. I don't remember. I had a sleeper pick that you guys are going to laugh at, but it would murk you. Do people mm. still say murk? Jellyfish? Yeah. They say uh, Mosquito. <laughs> that carries mosquito. malaria. That's right, and it will take you the freak out. How long does it take for that to set in? A couple days. 
<laughs> yeah, you'll be dead in a few days. <laughs> so whatever does survive is going to die anyway. All right, well, let, why don't we summarize our picks really quickly for the spammers? Um, so I chose the Komodo dragon, the polar bear, the chimp, and a Siberian tiger. My picks is I had a, my picks are I had a hippo, hippopotamus, had a black mamba, a cape buffalo, and a saltwater crocky. Crocky. Yep. Saltwater crocodile. Crocs are back in, baby. All right, and I had a grizzly bear. I have the silverback gorilla. I have a poison arrow frog. And my last pick was the lion. All right, so those are your pick spammers. Head on over to Canispam Pod on Twitter if you guys want to vote. We might be able to put the poll up on Facebook as well, so stay tuned for that. Anyway, that is the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Bruce, for joining us today. Hopefully we can have you back on again. Leave us a review, five stars. That really helps us out. And until next time, we love you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Shoots. Thanks, guys. Bye.